What? Yo, what's good, man? All right, so today is going to be a little bit different. Just the boys today. The men are in the building today, man. The girls, we're going to have to play with them a little bit later on, uh, on Friday at our regular scheduled time. We'll still be doing uh, the Truth Podcast with the whole group. But we're going to kickstart this thing this week where it's just going to be the men. So we're thinking about doing this thing like every Monday or whatever. Me, my boy Devontae, get on here. We might invite some guests or whatever. Just men only. We're trying to get it to the point where it's going to be just women. They might do it on uh, Tuesday or Wednesdays. Trying to get them together. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see what they're going to do a little bit later on. So men on here, we're going to talk about everything that men want to talk about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scratch ourselves in the meantime, between time. Just hey. <laughs> Yo, what's good, D? How you feeling, bro? Good, bro. I'm good. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good, dog. Can't complain, man. Cannot complain. There ain't going to be no structure this time, man. We just going to jump from one thing to the next, dog. One thing to the next. So we're going to go ahead and jump into... What everybody's talking about right now, man. Cam Newton. Yeah, boy, man. Uh, they done cut your boy, man. They done cut your boy. Breaking news, man, from the New England Patriots. They went ahead and released Cam Newton. He is now a free agent. Now, there's been a lot of different speculations and stuff as to why he is now a free agent. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys. We don't know for sure because we haven't heard from the team and we haven't heard from Cam Newton, but there are a lot of different stories that's floating around with that. So we're going to play around and, and dip and dab in all the different scenarios or whatever. So did you, have you heard about it, man? You don't heard about Cam dog. <laughs> yeah. They picked that rookie, man. They put that rookie over him. Exactly. That was, that was a big sign right then and there, man. Cause everybody know how Belichick like, like his quarterbacks, man. And one thing that he wants, that he demands, is consistency. He want to make sure you are consistently putting up numbers. If not, he's going to make the best decision or whatever best decision he feel like he needs to make for the team. He don't, he don't show no favoritism or nothing. From I heard, I heard he used to chew Tom Brady out every practice, man. Treat him like he was a scrub. That I didn't know. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I seen that. I seen that on the web. I was like, "What? Cam Newton gone? Yo, that's why he left at the All Them Championships." Man, listen. You talking about Brady? Yeah. Man, from what I heard, because I've been looking, I've been listening to a few things, man. Uh, from the sound of it, man, uh, Brady probably thought that. Um, I heard, I heard a few things. I feel, I heard he wasn't being appreciated as a quarterback, and then I heard you know they were losing uh, key players on the offense, and it was just the best move for Brady to to move at the time, go ahead and go to another team, pretty much. But yeah, I, I heard I heard a few different things, man. I'll be honest with you, before before today, I ain't even heard of Mac Jones, man. I haven't been following uh, NFL like that, but. <laughs> I know it was the, uh, the rookie. I wonder is it the one they just drafted today? I mean, just yep. just yeah, fifteen pick overall. Now I did see that he was the uh, the fifteen yeah. yeah, man, end up end up snatching him up. But again, man, if I was Cam Newton, I would have already I would have already had questions like, oh, they didn't got another quarterback. Maybe I need to be, you know, what I'm saying reconsidering. Uh, going to another team or something like that, man, because it sounds like it's coming. But anyway, let's go ahead and get to the speculations. Why do you think they dropped Cam Newton and allowed that rookie to go ahead and, and fill in and take the number one spot? Because they done made it official. He is their number one quarterback now. To be honest, I think they just want something fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Newton has been playing for a while, and I think his best – games is behind him. I mean, not saying that he can he can come back and he can, you know, do some tremendous things, but yeah. like as of right now, he's not his best. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh Bill Belichick, well Bill Belichick and the rest of the uh team saw that. So 
they just seen this new, this fresh face and they, they, they have high hopes for this brother. I mean, this dude right here. So I think that that's what they was going with. You know, he ain't got, you know, the inner, the injuries that Cam Newton has and he didn't make as many mistakes as Cam Newton. So I feel like they gonna just go with him because fresh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fresh. I feel like, no. Yeah. I and, feel like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. The old dog, you know what I'm saying? They fig, figure, you know what I'm saying? You got this old dog out here, you know, they got somebody else that they can kind of mold into the quarterback that they want. You know what I'm saying? You know, Cam Newton might just be set in his own ways. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's part of the reason why they released Cam Newton. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, man. I think that definitely took a toll in it. And if if you honestly look at it, man, what type of uh, program the Patriots have, I already mm -hmm. knew prior to Cam Newton going, I was just like his ego and, you know, everything that he has going on. I don't really want to get into it, but the way that he dresses and all that, I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that probably it might not play like a a big part, but I do believe that it played some type of part in that. But um, so let's go ahead and get into the, some of the speculation. So I've been hearing that it had something to do with him not getting a COVID shot. I've been hearing that. Yeah, <laughs> they said. Um, it was one one practice when Cam Newton uh, didn't make it to practice, and I think it had something to do with him not taking a COVID shot. And uh, the the new guy, what's his name? I gotta make sure. Let me make sure I get his name right, man. I wanna... uh, is it Mac Jones? No. Yeah, 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 Mac. Yeah, Mac. yeah. So so Mac Jones, when he filled in for for Cam Newton for I guess a whole entire practice, they started seeing things in him that put them in the mind of Tom Brady, how he mm. goes up to the to the line, uh, checks off, have, have the lineman, like, blocking a certain way, checking out of uh, something according to the defense. And it probably played a, a major part into them making that decision, man. And then if you look at his numbers, every mm. time that that guy was on the field, he started, he started to drive and always ended with either a touchdown or a field goal. They always got points out of it. Right. And I'm just looking at that like, I mean, when you think about being consistent, I mean, like they say, numbers don't lie, man. Numbers speak, they speak for themselves, man. But yeah, I haven't seen a lot of different people, not just quarterback, but a lot of different people being released because they haven't taken that COVID vaccine shot, man. And mandatory for all NFL players to get the COVID shot? I'm I'm guessing it's it, it probably is, but they're not really pushing it the the way that they want to. I'm I'm thinking that it is. I know uh, who was it? It was Tom Brady that got released. He he's uh, not vaccinated. Lamar Jackson, yes, he is now a free agent, and he's unvaccinated. Kirk Cousins, mm. unvac man. Listen, bro, is. It's crazy, man. And uh, Cole, Cole Beasley also is unvaccinated. Now, one thing this guy, this guy was saying, man, he was he kind of got on, on Cam Newton, but he was like, uh, you can't be both, man. You can't be a mediocre player or putting up mediocre numbers and be unvaccinated at the same time. Like, it don't work like that. Now, Lamar Jackson and all the rest of those other players that I named, you know, these guys were NFL MVP, all pro. Like, I mean, those guys, it's going to be easy for them to get picked up by a team. But right. he was basically saying, like, bro, come on, man. You got to pick a struggle, man. You have to pick a struggle. Are you going to be out here on the yeah. dog on streets, man? And I honestly don't, you know, I, I want to make, I want to see all my boys make it, man. And it does, it does suck. Like, for real. Good grief. Come on, Cam. That's not that's not the only change. So I'm pretty sure you're you're familiar with our boy Stefan Gilmore from Rock Hill, South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually still on the uh unable to perform list. So he's actually still hurt. And as of right now, he won't be playing in the first six games for the wow. season. Yeah, man. That's hey, 
at one point he was like the number one corner in the league. So they they taking a huge loss with that one, man. To be, I didn't yeah. know he was still hurt. I honestly did not know that he was still hurt. I thought he had to get better, man. Everybody, huh? This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Wow. Yeah, quad surgery, man. He had surgery, surgery, man. Coming back from that doggone surgery at the end of uh last season. In the last season, he got hurt. And I'll uh, he'll be back, you know what I'm saying? Do a little physical therapy or whatnot. He'll be good before the season goes. But no, he's he's actually still he's still on that IR list, man. And they that's a that's a pro bowl cornerback that they're gonna be missing for those first six games. So that's gonna play a huge part in that. For real. So you gotta he get they 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 trying to make sure that whoever that they go with is gonna be putting points on the board every single last time they touch the ball. Because hey, they missing a, a key element, man, in their doggone in their defense. Cause he definitely put on, man. Ain't too many people throwing to that side when he over there. Like he no. don't allow no scorn. Hey, dude was a baller. We couldn't stand him in, in high school, but Hey, lo and behold, hey, he is definitely a baller, man. Hey. So let's switch it up, man. Let's talk about R. Kelly, man. R. Kelly back in the news. You know, he done got out. <laughs> and they still mess with him. <laughs> Y'all killing me? <laughs> yeah. Word. So I'm going to tell, tell you the crazy thing about that, though. So R. Kelly's first male accuser. Yeah, what? Right, yes. <laughs> Everybody, um, I, oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I don't think I don't think R. Kelly was on a down low. Hell <laughs> not R. Kelly. Yeah, was, man. Can't tell <laughs> was on the down low. You cannot tell me that. That's what so his accuser came out, man, said he was abused by R. Kelly. When he was 17 years old, man, 17 years old, and he was a aspiring hip hop artist when he first met R. Kelly, and <laughs> yeah, man, oh, and no. it, it happens. It happened in his garage. They performed a sexual act on him. That's crazy, man. Who garage? R. Kelly garage or the, or the, uh, the 17 year old boy? All right, well, uh, he's not 17 a year. He's a grown, he's a grown man now coming out with this with this crazy talk. But the guy's uh-huh. name is Lewis. But Lewis said that R. Kelly asked him uh what he was willing to do. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. What is he willing to do to help his musical career? And brought him into his garage. To perform a sexual act, so I'm guessing it was in R. Kelly's garage. Mm. Man, come on, man! Like, bro, you can't, you can't make this stuff up, man. Addie, mm. talking about we're family now, we're brothers. Man, come on, bro. He said, just keep it between me and him, man. Yo, bro, this, this is crazy, man. I think this stuff is really getting out of hand, man. Yes, I, I, think, I think people think- doing stuff for clout now. Yes, they're trying to get that paper, man. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that paper. Dang, boy, that is crazy. I say that he ain't, he ain't guilty for what is what he did, but I think some of those people, man, is really just about really just after his money, man. Clout chasing, yeah. Some of them clout chasing, boy. Yeah, for real. Anything to get famous, 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 dog. Let's see how we gonna get it today. So, Yo, oh, go ahead. I, this this was big news on Friday, man. I'm a big history buff, so you heard of Robert Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy, little brother, he was shot back in 1968 by a man named uh, Sirhan B. Sirhan, mm-hmm. and 53 years later, Sirhan B. is finally released. He got parole on Friday. Oh, wow. Kennedy's son. Pardon. That's crazy, man. Big. He was, uh, Robert Kennedy was shot and killed in a ballroom. He was uh, running for president in 1968. And uh, how do you feel about that? Like, if somebody kills your loved one, 
no matter how much time they did, will you ever forget them, forgive them, and will you ever pardon them to get released from jail? I'm gonna say this, man. Uh, the younger me, no. But um, as I as I've gotten older, man, I feel like this, man. You know, God is gonna deal with them in their own in His own way. So I'm really, really big and heavy on the forgiveness, man. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm not gonna judge anybody, and it ain't nothing I can really do. You know, what I'm saying I'm not gonna get myself in trouble because of of somebody else. But yeah, I, I probably would, man. I probably would would go ahead and forgive them, man, and just move on with my life. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Would you uh, allow that person to do before you forgive them and let them get released? Hold on, say that again? How much time would you let that person, how much time would you allow that person to do? So they say, they say if they give you the uh, the option to give that person the sentence, uh, maybe it would be 20 years, 50 years, how long would you wait to say, hey, I want to go ahead and give him my part, and I want to write on that, that person's behalf and have him released. How long would it take for you? Good grief. I mean, that's tough, man. That's tough. Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I wouldn't even want that to be in my hands, man, because that's somebody else's life. Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, I will leave it up to the judge, man. Whatever whatever the sentence say, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and let him do his time. But, you know what I'm saying? I had my freedom took away from me, man. I can tell you right now, it, it definitely ain't fun, man. And yeah, I would probably have to leave that thing up to the judge, though. That's 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 tough, man. That's tough. What about you, though? What would you? Uh, shoot. That has been my my father. I. Mm, 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 mm. Uh. <laughs> I might have to give give the same answer, man. I let the judge handle that one, man. I. Wouldn't put the price tag on nobody's head, man. I wouldn't say you just, you know what I'm saying? You should be locked up this amount of time. Let the law handle that. Yeah. You better do at least 20 to 30 years, at least. Yeah. At least. Even though I'm trying to, <laughs> to think about the, <laughs> the choices that you made. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. All right, we're going to switch it up a little bit, man. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with, uh, with Kevin Samuels, right? Yes. Have you heard? Have you got a chance to check out any of his clips or whatever, whatnot, what have you? I've heard of his, a couple of his clips. Uh, I briefly, you know, watched a couple of his videos, but I haven't really, you know, caught any. You know, it's only I tell you what I've heard about Kevin Samuels because of the backlash that he got. You know, a lot of people. You know, you had a lot of people saying that. The brother was uh, bisexual and all that stuff, yeah. and who who is Kevin Samuels? <laughs> and so I went on the clips, and it was like, well, he, you know, he the way he is, he kind of harsh on women and all of this stuff. I'm like, well, you know, y'all got your own opinions. You know, yeah. I had a brother, and they saying the brother, you know, might be in the claws, and I'm like, shit, that sound like some he say she say shit to me. Yeah. And my so my whole thing is uh, is like this: just mm -hmm. take the doggone messenger out for a second and look at the message that they're providing. And yeah. Kevin Samuels, one thing about him, he's big on accountability. All right, so if you come on to his show and you're respectful and you show that you're accountable for all of your actions, that man will show you the exact same respect that you show him. Period. Mm -hmm. But the problem is because people they call his show. It's not it's not the the reverse. He don't ask or beg people to come on his doggone show. He said that the phone lines are open, feel free. He's an image consultant, so he started off helping guys. You know what I'm saying with their image or whatever, with their overall image. You know you want to get these type of results, then you're gonna have to work on your image. You know we got to work on that first. So he's kind of like help. Oh, go ahead. Kind of like a Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wanna yeah. if you wanna if you wanna get the outcome that you want in life, there's gonna be some changes that's gonna have to be made. And it right. normally starts with the person that's in the mirror. So right. again, he's been helping. I, I want to say he was helping guys for like three to six years or something like that. Just guys. That's all he used to do. You know what I'm saying? Coaching, trying to help them out with that image, blase, blase. 
And one of the very first clips that I saw of Kevin was him speaking to a, a gentleman about his image. And the guy felt like that women should give him choosing signals instead of him having to, you know, saying go up and yeah and talk to him. He, he was a real privileged guy. But hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got on the call with the guy or whatever. He was asking guy asking the guy questions. He asked him how much he weighed. The guy was hmm. like, uh, well, I mean, you know, it depends on what day you he was like, you you two what? Two what? He was like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm saying two, two seventy, two every, two, two eighty. So you three hundred pounds. He was like, so you a you a fat f, you a fat fuck. He was like, <laughs> I mean, you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm talking about grilling this dude. He's like, okay, let's move on. So how much money are you making? Uh, you know, what I'm saying every two weeks. He's like, uh, you know, I bring home about, you know, three four hundred dollars. After taxes, every two, he was like, "So you make what about eight hundred dollars a month? Less than roughly about what ten thousand dollars, something like that a year." Yeah. All right. So, so you broke. You you ain't you ain't got money. <laughs> oh. So he was like, "Uh, so you you got a big D?" He was like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "Do you got a big D?" Like, <laughs> he was like, "I know I got a big D. Do you got a?" He was like. Man, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no call. He was like, man, listen, bro. Hey, it's either you do or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Bro, dude can answer, dude can answer a question. Dito. Huh? Ask the man if he had a big Dito. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to get to the bottom of it, man. He going to get to the bottom. So listen, <laughs> peep game. So this, so this, again, focusing on your, focusing on your image. You know what I'm saying? You feel like a woman should give you choosing signals. So he was just like, you a fat elf. You don't make a lot of money. And then women don't even get a big D when they come up to you. So what, what are these what are these women getting from you? Or what are these women going to get out of you? Why, why do you feel like you should get choosing signals when you don't have anything to bring to the table at all? Not even mm -hmm. sex. You know, most guys, man, if you ain't got, if you, if you broke, you at least got, you got the D. You can bring the D to the table. And right. if you ain't got that, then you got money. You know what I'm saying? It got to be either or. But right. basically, you ain't got nothing to bring to the table. So anyway, that was the very first clip that I seen of Kevin, seen of Kevin Sanders. I was like, "Who the hell is this dude, man? Like, who, who the heck do he think he is?" And I was, I was stuck on that. How you feel like you can ask a dude? You know what I'm saying? But if you question all those questions, what would be your reaction, man? And would you even answer the questions? Well, um. The reason why the reason why Kevin Samuels asked him that question is because of all of the information that he was getting from him. So I, I'm a, I'm gonna put it this way: if the guy would have said, or if the guy was making money, or if he was in the gym working out or something like that, and that's the safe reason he didn't think women should give him give him choosing signals if he didn't feel like he was privileged. I don't think Kevin would have would have uh, asked him that question. But what Kevin Samuels does is, and he does the exact same thing for women, is he kind of gets them to look in the mirror at themselves and be realistic. So let's go ahead and take it to the women. So with the women, most of the women that call his show, most of them want a high-value man. They want a man that makes six figures or a Henry, a high earner, not rich yet, because they don't want to make uh, pay a significant amount of bills once they're pregnant or whatever. They want the guy to be able to handle that. So he always asks them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what type of guy do you want? They want those type of guys. And then he asks them, what do these men typically want? And they always throw some bull out there. With, he's like, no, ma'am. Based on the Henrys and the high-value men that I know, this is what I'm going to tell you. Most of those guys want a woman that's fit first. And when I tell you women... Man, oh my goodness, they get on a damn high horse about that. Fit. I mean, you ain't got to be in shape at all. If you want these men, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer about your life shows you what your value is. So mm -hmm. you say that you want these men, but you haven't been getting these men. It's a reason why. And if you continue to go down the road of, of thinking that, you know, you can be the size that you are and, and can remain the same 
and you're going to get those type of guys. Most of these women, 30, 40, close to 50 years old, y'all haven't been getting the outcomes that y'all want in life. Something needs to change. And every single last question that he asks them, it basically all reverts right back to the things that he talks about. Being fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative. These type of guys, these high value men, these high earners are in the top percentage of all men. So every single last woman in the world, pretty much, they want that type of guy. So that guy has options. So what are you bringing to the table that's going to set you set you aside from all the rest of those women? Just being able to cook, clean, and and give give some ass away that ain't that ain't working. He can get that from any chick, and he just try to get them to understand that man. But the reason why the reason why I said that is because it's a clip because most people always think that it's just men backing backing Kevin Sam. Man, you know, most of those guys, they always try to say uh, he's homophobic. They try to say that he hates women. They, they try to say that he he, ba- he bashes nothing but black women. But, I mean, most of, I'm, I'm not going to lie, most of the people that call his, call his show, most of the women that call in, they are black. But I've seen and I've did reaction videos to all types of clips where he gets on men, he gets on white women, Black women, Asian, Puerto Rican, he does not care. One of my favorite clips is actually Kevin Samuels meets Rugged Karen, which is a white woman. And it is hilarious, man. Oh, my goodness. This woman, you know what I'm saying? She she probably lift weights and do all the, the rest of this other stuff. And the question was, or the argument was, that men, men don't need women, but women need men. And she tried to argue him down. And we'll we'll talk about that in a second, but um, this is actually coming from a creator called The Black Ugly Truth. You guys go check them out on TikTok, man. This this lady is phenomenal. Here she is, though. Let me go ahead and cut this up. For years. About the one and only Kevin Sanders. There we go. Let's get it. You have to understand, for years, for years, straight men have never had a voice. They don't have voices in their house, unless they be asked. They don't have voices in media. It's normally sports, doctor shit, but never concerning relationships. We do hella shows on relationships that have female hosts, men hosts, and they always primarily focus on women That is the main thing that our advertisers look for here is because women are the decision makers in the house when it comes to spending, okay? And so a lot of times when you see television shows, when you see uh, podcast shows, when you see a lot of advertisers, they're either either advertising to women or they're advertising to children. Kevin Samuels has opened up a space that was void, non-existent for men to have a voice. He ain't calling people bitches. He ain't calling women hoes. Okay? Now, I'm being honest. I know a lot of y'all are going to be upset right now. And I'm going to tell you why you're probably going to get more angry. It's because name one male black talk show host that strictly, not Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey pandered to women. Okay? Mm-hmm. That focused on the voice of a man in a relationship. Now, a lot of people don't like him. That's okay. As another creator, I have to give him that grace because I don't understand why my audience expected me to drag someone during an interview, and I don't ever drag people during interviews, unless you get out of line with me. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, if you are a white old gang day one member, you cannot ever remember me like, dragging a guest a guest is that a guest you're in my house you're in my space i'm gonna treat you with the utmost respect and yes i do agree with a lot of his views because i did grow up with men and this is how they talk now the hard pill to swallow is i can't believe he's saying those things i can't believe these men are agreeing with this because this is how these motherfuckers talk samuels has taken advantage of a space that had no one in it and that's the reason why he's powerful and the more you guys complain the more powerful he's gonna get because everybody's gonna want to know why now i respect
the creator. He understands the game. He was very transparent. He said, listen, I've been doing this shit for years. Nobody fucking listened until I started really saying the shit that men say. And if you're over there in that chat, you're going to see that these motherfuckers are uh, fucking liking him, uh, cash after him, fucking uh, super chasing his ass because they are saying the very shit that they can't say to their wives that are sitting fucking next to them. Thanks, dog. I'm talking about she hit the doggone nail on the head, man. These are most of the stuff that he talks about is things that men have been wanting to say for years, but they haven't been able to because you got that cancel culture. That's why you're like getting on a platform and actually saying that stuff and trying to voice your opinion and stand on your own two feet as a man. Man, let me tell you something, dog. We haven't been able to do that in probably 30 or 40 years. Thanks. Getting knocked off our doggone high horse, man. They just don't allow it. And the fact that this man does, and he's unapologetic about it, oh, they're going to find any and every reason to discredit anything that he says. Thanks. That's why they try to come with the homophobic, you know what I'm saying? They try to come with the... Uh, he hates black women and all that other stuff, man. It don't work. The only thing y'all doing is y'all making that man bigger and bigger, dog. Every time y'all talk about him. For real. Damn. I'm going to have to check him out, man. Yeah, man. I'm Listen, he goes live every, almost every Tuesday and Thursdays or something like that. He goes live on IG and YouTube. And they, she's not lying about them super chats. I'm talking about people be sending $100 left and right to him. So many different people. Man, this dude makes thousands and thousands of dollars on top of that YouTube money. And he has sponsors that be sending him stuff. Man, listen, Kevin Sims is making bank. He's making bank on YouTube and he's making bank on IG from other people. And he also, now, now keep in mind, he still does his, uh, his coaching, his... Uh, I want to say he has a Patreon as well. Patreon is basically like, you know, people pay a certain amount of money either for, you know what I'm saying, coaching, one-on-one uh, -on -one classes or whatever. He get, hey, he, he making big money off of this stuff, man. He definitely capitalizing on this thing. Shout out to my boy, Kevin Samuels, man. I am definitely a supporter of Kevin Samuels. Now, I don't completely agree with everything that he says, but most of the things that, that he does talk about is the things that men have been wanting to say for years, but you know what I'm saying? We haven't, I'm just going to go ahead and say, we haven't really had the courage to do so because this generation or the generation before us since the, what, 1960 or 1980s have been creating weaker men. We've been telling yeah. men to be softer. No, you shouldn't speak out on those things. You should hold every, all of that stuff that you, yeah, hold all that stuff in. Do not voice your opinion. That is considered weak. Nah, it's over, man. It's a whole new doggone decade now, man. And these people, oh, they running for the hills, but they can't, they cannot stand them, man. Shout out to my boy Kevin Samuels, dog. Oh. <laughs> Word, man. But yeah, yeah, I, I definitely encourage you, man. Go, go check out Kevin Samuels, dog, for real. Definitely, I definitely will. Most definitely. So let's go ahead and get into this. Uh the question at hand, man. Do you think when women get into a relationship that they slack off? Um, they, they slack off with, and that, this can be a variety of things. They slack off with uh, wanting to work. They slack off with the sex, which is a main, oh my goodness. They slack off with the sex. They slack off with, uh, I don't know, man. It just seems like they don't go as hard as once they, once some some women, I'm not going to say all, but once some women feel like they got you, you put that ring on their finger or you make that doggone commitment that they they slack off on a lot of things. They don't want to cook anymore. They don't yeah. stop cleaning. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All the expectations, the things that they did in the beginning, for some reason, they think that it does not apply after you get into a relationship. Absolutely, man. I feel like some women feel like they put in the groundwork uh, during the beginning of the dating slash relationship that once you put the ring on it, you know, 
what what I got to do all this for? What you know? Exactly. They right. what this connection, you know, years down the line, or sometimes some cases months down the line. And the problem is, you don't you you got to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. I, if I stay, you know, and, and it's a mirror. You know, what I'm saying sometimes <laughs> be the man not being consistent. You know what I mean? She might ask the man to do certain things, and he might not do them. And so she said, well, shit, if he can slack off, I can slack off. That's yeah. in some cases. Yeah. And also have situations where one person is doing all the, doing the bulk of the work and the other person saying, you know, just like I said previously, I put in the work before, what do I need to do now? You know what I mean? And what they don't, what they fail to realize is, it's, you know, if you really love someone mm-hmm. or love something, it doesn't really seem like work. Yeah. And if you, if it really seemed like work to you to just make love to your, you know, to your significant other, you know, cook or you know, and I'm saying both ways, you know, what I'm saying man cook, woman cook, you know, cook, clean, you know, do all those essential things to uh, keep a steady household. If it feels like work to you, then you might be with the wrong person because if you love something or someone, it should not feel like work. It should just be a steady routine, you know. That's why I'm 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 super huge on. Uh, we actually spoke on this on uh, one of the podcasts, uh, maybe from a week or two ago, about how Anton talks about finding those people that's in your network. So you're actually right. being able to see how these people operate on a day to day basis, and you're able to see that as a friend. And you're not in a relationship with this person. So those person, they're going to be who they really are. And at the at the net, net of the thing, if this is how a person operates, this is how a person truly is, nothing is really going to change about that person. That's who they are at the core. Like they, a woman naturally wants to be, you know, that submissive. She naturally wants to cater to to you know her partner whoever that is that's that's just a part of her like she naturally wants to cook she naturally wants to clean that's been her for the the years that you have known her and i honestly feel like again if that's who they are at the core those things will not change at all that's why i I really think it's really important to to get with somebody that's definitely in your network man you're actually able to see those people in different aspects of life you know, how they are when they mad, how they are when they sad, when they broke, when they got money, like being able to see them and how and how they live on a day-to-day basis like that, that will really help you make the decision. It'll make make the decision a lot easier if you're able to see them in those aspects rather than just jumping in and getting with somebody or whatever. Yeah, we in a, yeah, we in a relationship and B done got the short, the short end of the stick. So yeah, man, I think that is extremely important. Now, I know I might get a little bit of controversy with this, but uh, <laughs> might get a little bit backlash, but it's all good. I honestly feel like a woman's job, no, no, let me scratch that. A wife's job is to support her man at any and everything that he does. Now, before I get any backlash, let me explain to you guys what I mean by that. When I say a woman's job is is to support her man, this is thinking in my mind that you guys have picked that ideal person, all right? That person is not going to abuse their authority. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you guys have made the right decision by actually mm. sitting down, having those uncomfortable conversations with the right with the right man or whatever, and you have chose that man. That man is the leader. You understand that that man is the, is the leader. And your job as a wife is to support that man in any and everything that he does. Now, let's go ahead and get to the, to the other side of things. I honestly feel like, and this just might be my opinion, <laughs> but I honestly feel like that box does not belong to you. <laughs> that box belongs to your husband. <laughs> you, but, just holding, you just holding on to it for me, dog. <laughs> so at the only time, I, because me personally, man, I'm, I'm like this, and I'm, I'm put it out there, man. I, you know, I love to have sex, bro. I mean, let's just be real, man. I mean, we, we men, we yeah. absolutely love sex, man. So I'm like this. The only time, I it should be a no go, 
is if it's that week. That's it for real. I understand, you know, some some days you might be tired or whatnot, man. But I have even heard from you know uh, past relationships. This was this was when I was younger. I don't care how tired I am. At the end of the day, you are still my man. So if I'm sleep in the bed, I don't care. You roll over. If I gotta heist that leg up or whatever, <laughs> you do what you need to do. <laughs> and go to sleep because at the end of the day i want to make sure that i am taking care of my man in all aspects making sure you know i'm saying the house is clean making sure that you know food food is ready when you get off from work making sure that them nuts is empty when you leave the house or when you come to the house that that is how a woman is supposed to be man you know what I'm saying? And the, the crazy thing is i wasn't even i was making at the time seven eight dollars an hour wasn't even really bringing home no big money at the time man come on dog like for real so again that that's just my beliefs but i honestly feel like you know what i'm saying as a woman you're supposed to support your man in any and everything that he does and also cater to that man when he comes home especially if you have a good and a faithful man a man that's trying to do right by you, a man that's not out here in these streets, you know what I'm saying, having you look crazy like the whole nine, man. Mm-hmm. If, you got, if you got that type of man, then you need to show your appreciation. Damn, damn what them other, them other people doing. Forget that, dog. Make sure you show that, show that that man is appreciated when he comes home. And I promise you, especially, again, these are for the women that choose the right men. So if you chose the wrong men, then, hey, that's, that's on you. For real, <laughs> you made that bed, you, you lay in. I'm talking to the women that make smart decisions about the men that they choose to be with long-term, not just a sex buddy. Pete Gaino, oh man, I, like I, agree. I agree with you, Sam, but also you have women, you know, when they have sex, sometimes they not into it because they have their they mind be on some, something, something totally other than having sex with you. You know, it's not on purpose. It's just something that could be triggering or something that could be bothering them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you have some situations, you know, they be like, well, you you know, you are my man, you know, so I'm going to give it up. And yeah. they they just give it to you. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Me personally, I could tell when my, my woman is not into it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, she just... Like every, everything be working, everything be good and everything, yeah. but yeah. just thinking about something else. Yeah. And she it ain't the, the fact that I ain't doing my job, it's just the fact that she got a lot on her mind. Stress about something totally different. Yeah. And oh, so it don't it it and it don't have nothing to, it don't have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times women go through mental things, you know, sometimes they can go through something a whole month ago. Mm-hmm. And just at this moment, they just figured out a solution or it just happened to just travel back to them at this moment. They like, damn, I could have did this. I could have did that. You know what I'm saying? That's just how some mindset is. Yeah. You know, they 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 think about things at the wrong time. And it's just how happened to be during sex. Yeah. So you can have sex with your, you know, you could have sex or make love with your woman, but it might not be the best quality of sex all the time because sometimes women's minds travel. Yeah. And it's hard to get their mind right where you need it to be, right here in this moment. Why are you taking this, taking this D? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Facts, facts. <laughs> get to that, you know, okay, I'm with you. You ain't had nothing to do with that. All right, come on, give it to me. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. I, feel you, I feel you. I feel you. So I'm gonna say this. Um, for whatever reason, I'm all. I always attract women that absolutely. I'm gonna say that particular one. She was more upset, obsessed with sex than I was. So it was <laughs> that one right there, man. That's that's a whole that's a whole other story for another another topic. But me personally, man, I'm always open to have, I'm goofy. 
So even if we stop in the middle of, in the middle of six and have a conversation, I'm cool with that, man. I am completely cool with that, dog. Like it don't matter what we doing. I'm talking about your legs can be on the dog on ceiling head can be touching the floor. Like if you want to have a conversation, like let's do it for real. And that that ain't gonna do nothing but uh, <laughs> but make it seem like I don't last longer. Now let's. <laughs> I'm gonna give it some time to recuperate. So I'm all I'm definitely always willing to have a conversation. I completely agree with you, man. You do have women do go through a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, with their bodies and everything that goes on, you know what I'm saying, in their head and in their life. So I'm definitely always willing to to have a conversation at, at any time, even those weird times. That should definitely be part of the foreplay, man. Matter of fact. Start that. Start off with the conversation. Hey, yeah. what's how everything going? Everything cool? You taking off your clothes at the same time? Oh, that's that's yeah. no, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't even do that. Don't even do that. <laughs> Talk to them. Just see yeah. what they. Have. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. they're like, okay, you know, I'm just I'm just you know meditating, you know, painting my nails. You know what I'm saying? I say some stuff like that, and it might take some time to get it out of them. Yeah, but you gotta get it out of them to where they're ready to vent. You know, so get them comfortable to vent. And once they vent, get it out, and you hear them out, and you give them that mirror effect, and they be like, "Oh, damn, you know what? You're right." Yeah. Them, yeah, then just, they they feel conversations. Then once they accomplish something, they want to celebrate, and that's when take your clothes off. Well, let me ask they, you a question. Let me ask you a question. What about those those women? Uh, that like that's a safe instance, you know. Uh, two people have been married for 10, 15 years, right? And the wife, all of a sudden, you don't even know, you know what I'm saying? The wife just all of a sudden stops giving, giving, giving the guy sex, right? It's mm -hmm. been let's just say a year, it's been it's been a whole entire year. He hasn't mm -hmm. had sex with her. What would be your advice to those to those those men? Then I sat there and had a conversation or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But no results. Well, uh <laughs> oh. I would oh. tell them consistent, man. Stay consistent. You know, let her let her know, keep letting her know that you know that you still want it. Yeah, you know, if she feels wanted, you know, despite whatever she's going through, she gonna find a way to be like, you know what? He been doing everything right. He been staying consistent. Let me, let me, let me get my mind together and try to, you know, what if, open what if he have been, what if he have been being consistent, and it goes from a year to two and a half. Shoot, man! If it's going that, if, if it's going that far, they need to go to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Your advice is definitely better than mine because I'm like this, man. Again, I absolutely hey, love sex. It ain't even gone. It is in some states. It's cheaper yeah. to keep. Hey, let's go to this council session, man. The next yeah. one we get, let's go holler at him. See what he got yeah. to say. I'm like this, man. Or uh, mm -hmm. I, might, I might start that process a little bit sooner. If it's going on about hey. a month, you know what I'm saying? And I know you done... You done had your week and done went off your week. And I know how women is when they, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're going to have that conversation. Yeah. If she's open to it, you know, some I don't want to go to counseling. If she's open to, you know what I'm saying, going to, to a counselor, therapy, you know what I'm saying, to go, to go talk about it, I'm open to have that conversation. But we not going to get no whole entire year, man. I, man, listen. Grief, no boy. Ain't, no that much, ain't that much lotion in the world? Heck no, man. <laughs> Arms ain't that strong, dog. And something got to give, baby girl, for real. All right, man. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Word, that's stuff. Walking around with red eyes and shit, you sitting there like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's tough, man. Pressing. You should not have a dry spill if you are in a relationship. Right. You should not. Facts, man. Word. Now, if it's a, if it's a medical condition, I mm -hmm. can understand. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the body is through thick and thin. But at the same time, 
there should be some kind of, you know. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with your mouth. Ain't nothing wrong with your mouth. There's something wrong with that. Something, ain't nothing wrong with your mouth. You Word, put that mouth in them hands to work, dog. For real, you better. I need that Twister 3000 over here. <laughs> Dude, man. If you can't get your leg up here, I'll I, I prop it up for you. Something, whatever. Yeah, that's tough, you man. If you are in a relationship, if you are married, you should yeah. not go. Yeah, man. Let me let me go ahead and work this overtime. Let me go ahead and get this fixed. Real. Yeah, that's, that's tough, man. But we're going to go ahead and end that thing right there, man. And we wanted to keep it kind of short today. We were going to do like a little 30-minute session, but we actually went over, which is good, man. So that just let me know. Hey, Earth. next week is on, dog. So every Monday starting next week, every Monday, you guys will be hearing from us. It'll just be the men just sitting back, kicking it on the Truth Podcast, man, just sharing a man's perspective. We're going to try to get the women in here, man. Hopefully, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to check out their schedules and see if they can rock with that. If they can, you guys will be seeing that, man. Devontae, you got anything to add before we get up out of here, brother? No, I want to spend this. Send a special shout out to all our followers and listeners. And uh just hey, want y'all to into Friday when we have all the guests in, well, all the all the hosts in. Facts, facts, facts. Devontae gonna be running the show, man. It's gonna be a good one. Definitely look forward to that, man. But y'all be easy. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Truth Podcast, man. We will see you guys bright and early on Friday. Y'all be easy. All right, bro. All right, bro. All uh. right.